0: Welcome to Episode 2 of the Financial Peace University Podcast with Mark and Mary Schuster. I'm your host, Ted Robertson. Mark and Mary are the coordinators of Financial Peace University hosted here at Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center. This is a three-part series. You can get it at veteransvoice.us. If you want to follow along or circle back to anything that you are about to hear or that you had heard in previous installments, there's even a couple of bonus interviews from KRDO there that you did with Dan Koshell, great guy, afternoon news over KRDO. You guys obviously have a great time together. Mark and Mary, welcome back. Good to be here, Ted, thank you.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, we're so grateful for KRDO, for Mount Carmel, for all of the um, places that have allowed us to facilitate and to, to teach this how to get out of debt Yeah.
0: No, you truly, uh, both of you are so deserving of a forum to share about this and, and help people get peace in their lives, restore peace to their lives. Let's start by sharing a dark period in your lives. It's a big part of your story. And uh, it led you to where it led you to these two chairs that you're sitting in today.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Mark and I got married uh, about ten years ago, um, and we found ourselves in our first year of marriage in fifty thousand dollars worth of non-mortgage debt. And um, we had two different ways of speaking to each other about money. Uh, I had been single for my whole life up until we got married. And Mark had a previous marriage and a child. And when we came together, we needed to find a new way to be able to speak to each other. And through podcasts, I found Dave Ramsey's podcast, started listening. And uh, Mark eventually got on board. And we were able to work our way out of that $50,000 in debt in that 10 months. And then we worked into baby step three in the next year. And here we are 10 years later, debt-free, no credit cards, very happy. Pay attention to
0: Mary's tone right now because Mark's (laughs) going to drop the other shoe. Well, it's interesting. And I always appreciate appreciate my beautiful wife. And it's a
2: really soft way of saying it. Really what it came down to was... I'm 11 years older than Mary. I've been married for 20 years and I've been doing things before she was even born and I always joke with her about that. But, <laughs> but the real lesson here was that I was inflexible and unwilling to recognize that even though I had a story, Mary also had an incredible story. Here you have a, a, an amazing woman who's had a career for, she's going into her third decade and she was living her whole life by herself. And when you're 19 and 20 years old, living in Chicago, barely surviving, and yet you still Come out the other end with a strong future financially, what I realized was, you know, I need to pay attention to her story as well. I remember driving to work one day and said, hey, do I want to get divorced again or should I do something different? And when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So I decided, all right, let's see what she has to say. And thank goodness I did because Financial Peace University, this specific plan, the baby steps, have worked for us very well. Um, and that's what we want to try to get across the message is that it's just about our story we share that story with people. So I'm very thankful that um, we've been able to come together on
0: this. You both bring great strengths to your marriage. Mary, I see you as a bootstrapper at 19 and 20, (laughs) surviving in the city.
1: There was a lot of couponing that happened, a lot of couponing. But you
0: toughed your way through it. You did it on your own. And I can see where that will have played into, hey, Mr. Stubborn over there, you may be young, but you're you're not thinking I, right. I, I resemble that remark. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm talking about yes, you, and i yes. and you got it. You still have the boot mark in your rear end, don't you? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> you that's really funny.
2: And and so we have said this before. I think we said it on the on the first episode. And um, if if, you, if when you think of a married couple, um, there, there's a language to love. And there's a great book out there, The Five Love Languages. I really believe this is the sixth. Or could be one of those languages. And if I'm speaking English and she's speaking a foreign language, you just don't communicate. And so we, our story also talks about we are co-CEOs of a family business, and we are 100% each, not 50-50. We're both in 100%, and we want our family business to be profitable. Um, and just because you work for somebody else doesn't mean that you don't have a family business, and we want to change our family tree, which
0: we've done. As we progress through this conversation, we are going to be talking about knowing money problems are the number one cause of divorce in America, and how is FPU going to help that, Financial Peace University, And if you're single, how might FPU help you to be honest with yourselves? You guys have learned that language of money, and it saved your marriage because it's an entirely different way to communicate. Dave Ramsey's program offers tools for that. Mary, why don't you address that tool? Then let's talk a little bit about common basics of building wealth.
1: Absolutely. So we work on God's and grandmother's ways of spending money, which is uh, don't spend more than you make. Always save. Always give. Um, and then to work within a budget frame in your, your own, the means you have. And uh, Ramsey had worked previously in an envelope system. And when Mark and I got involved, they had just started this tool called every dollar. And every dollar is an app on your phone and you can use it on your computer. Your spouse uh, can have it. And it is in real time where a transaction comes through and you drop and drag it into your budget and you see exactly how much money you have left for the rest of the month. And you've made the plan ahead of time. So you say, okay, the expectation is that this bill is going to be X amount. And when X amount comes in, on it goes, and you're set, and you're ready to go. So every, you know what every dollar is doing for your budget every every month, and every month is a little different. And so that's one of the things that we learned and is really exciting to share with our classes. Um, the nine weeks generally allows us to do three budgets together with our class, which is wonderful because when we first started, no. we were the worst we were, we were constantly, we call them emergency budget committee meetings. We were oh, constantly having these to adjust something that we had forgotten or something needed a little bit of tweaking. And so those are the tools that we're going to use in the class. And we're going to invite everybody into how we run our budget, uh, the discussions that we had, and then how those families can work through learning how to do this budget process.
0: And you get healthy. Yeah, relationship good, starts to get stronger and better. You start working together with those CEOs. Well, you can really focus
2: on um, the behaviors. Yeah, because uh, we we talked earlier in the earlier episode. Is, you know, it's wants versus needs, mm-hmm. and this is not this is not a it's not a, a you thing. This is a it's a math problem, and so understanding to eliminate your debt, like Mary said, live within your means, use a zero based budget every month. Um, and save for the future. Those are the basics of building wealth. And that's what FPU, this plan, and any good financial coach, financial advisor, licensed or unlicensed, a good grandmother, a good uncle, the person that you trust the most in your life will tell you, if you want to build wealth, Right, that these are the basics. And look, we live in a society that I believe is diseased by debt. Okay, that's fine. People accept debt. And so this plan will help you see a different way of looking and talking about your money.
1: Sometimes I feel like our families come in and and they're at a loss. Um, What they have been doing isn't working, and so they're looking for a new way to talk, a new tool to communicate with. And some of the best parts of this program are the ability to use new words, have new vision, and then surround yourself with people who want to do the same thing. It's kind of like a Weight Watchers for money. You know you, you know that you want to lose some weight. You know that you want to save some money and give some money. And so let's get into a group where we can all have those discussions in a safe spot um, where Mark and I are going to share what's going on with our life. And then we're going to allow those families to share what's going on with their lives. But we're not going to take it out onto the streets. We're not going to broadcast it on the Internet We're just going to have these really intimate discussions with each other and then try and help them along the process as they solve for their problems and what their household needs by showing the example of how we solved for our household and what our household needed. So beginning in February,
0: Mm -hmm. uh, the 22nd to be specific, is when this next class starts. It is, as you say, Mary, an investment Invest twenty bucks one day a week for nine weeks and change your world. Yeah,
1: invest twenty dollars for nine weeks. So it's yeah. it's even it's like two dollars a week,
0: something like that. Two
1: dollars <laughs> and twenty five cents a week. Yeah, and
2: that's and yeah. that's because of the generosity of Mount Carmel Veteran yeah. Service Center, but also the generosity of Ramsey Solutions as they recognize the need to support everybody out there, and specifically here, we're supporting our veterans and their families, um, and so FPU at Mount Carmel. Um, Look, we we don't teach. We don't lecture. We coordinate and facilitate. One, we create a safe space. So we never publish any photos. We don't publish people's names. Our name is out there because we're the coordinator and that's fine. And what that does is it allows you and your spouse, or if you're single, to learn a different way about how to talk to money. It's almost like, you know, Debtors Anonymous. Hi, my name is Mark. I'm a former debt debt person. I love debt. And you realize you've come out the other side. It really is kind of what it's like. Um, and we listen to stories about other families like us and like those that are taking the the seminar. And Ramsey, it's their, their DVDs. They're the ones that are teaching and, and educating. And the new program has a lot of actual stories. Over 10 million people so far have been through Financial Peace University. So people can share if they want. They don't have to share. We've had students that didn't say a word. And then on week eight, it just all comes out. um, And nobody's made to feel bad because this isn't about judging what you've done. People are normal. You're just living your life. And now you have an opportunity to look at something different, to decide if you want to make that change because it's not up to us. And that's what the class is like here at Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center.
0: And again, starting on February 22nd, nine weeks, mm-hmm. uh, one night a week. Uh, it's about two hours per class. Is that right, Mary?
1: Yeah. So we start, Mark and I usually get there about six and we start our class at 6.30 sharp. We, you like
0: to be on time because you know, busy, busy people.
1: Busy people, mm-hmm. you have yeah. families. We're doing it on a weeknight. Yeah. So you've got, you're coming from work and you're going to work the next Feeding morning. The kids and all that. And you're having some really hard discussions, which can be emotional. And so we want to make sure that you have time if you're, uh, in a couple that you can kind of debrief on your way home, or if you're a single and you need to call your accountability partner, or you need to you know maybe write in a journal at night or something that you have the time to be able to do that. And so we really respect our families' uh, time schedules by starting at six thirty, starting at six thirty, mm-hmm. and ending at eight thirty, and allowing those people to leave.
0: Let's refresh on the night of the week that uh, is in this particular series. Wednesday. Wednesday night here at Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center, which is on the southwest part of town, not too far from the Walmart on 8th Street. It's west of that, right up Moreno. Then on to Communication Circle. The address is 530 Communication Circle. Register as uh, quickly as you can for $20. We are expecting that the class will fill. 719-772-7000, 719-772-7000 719 772 719 is the number to call. Now, Mark, um, the two of you are adamant about this. You know money problems are the number one cause of divorce in America. You know that because you live through a pretty rough period in your own lives and you see it in other people.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, we found ourselves... Um, Actually, just before we got married, we actually had to change our entire wedding uh, because Mark had a position
2: that was terminated
1: three months before we got married. And And so that kind of, we had been together for years prior to that and everything had been working okay. We didn't talk much about money, but the money was there. And then things got tough. And we were brand new married, and you had to face it. Yeah, and it was really hard. It was
0: emergency budget meetings. How are we going to pay this bill? We weren't even there at that point. No, we We were still in the fog of,
2: um, I'm 11 years older. I've done this. You don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, Wait a minute, hold on. You didn't live my life. You weren't 19 living in Chicago in a new career Mm -hmm. and barely making it. Well, yeah, when I started out, I. I had a career in the Marine Corps and I was getting all of my pay and benefits and I didn't have that type of stress. And, and that first relationship, we were doing fine, but here she was, single, surviving on her own. And so we had to build trust. We had to make sure that, you know, we didn't have secret credit cards, we weren't hiding money. And something that Mary always talks about with our son and people that listen and students is that, you know, equal is not fair and fair is not always equal. And what goes along with that is to be unclear is to be unkind. And we were very unclear with each other.
1: We were. We weren't talking about what the future looked like, really. We weren't dreaming in this high definition, which is something that we really like to uh, hit when we're in class, is that if you can really put together a clear vision of what you're working towards, then you're more likely to work together. So an example I use is that we're Team Schuster, but when we were before we found the Dave Ramsey program, we were playing two totally different games. So we knew we were Team Schuster and we knew we wanted to win, but he was playing one game and I was playing another. And so the Ramsey program allowed us to um, have a way to speak to each other, words to use, and then it really put together steps so that the goal was actually achievable because we knew the rules. We were playing by the same rules at that point. This
0: yeah. is huge is, is language Yeah. and how you speak to each other. So how exactly is Financial Peace University going to help the families that come to you learn how to talk about money? Well, it works
2: through the, the baby steps. And it's the old proverbial, how do you eat an elephant? Right? You eat an elephant one step at a time. So I think what happens is once families commit to this plan, you know, Dave talks about pick a horse. And I've heard him talk to people that call in. He's like, guys, ladies, gentlemen, if you want to use a different plan, that is fine go ahead, you will be successful if you put your mind to it. but if you want to choose this plan then you need to follow the plan. And so let's eat that elephant a little bit of a time and that's the baby steps. So those baby steps are going to walk you through um, budgeting, um, paying off your debt, creating a emergency savings, not using a credit card for emergency savings also recognizing that a that a flat tire doesn't mean you need to buy a new car <laughs> we've which we've had, heard which we've heard right? well, my my tire went flat. I better get a new car. And you're like, what are you talking about? Get a new tire. But it's just, it's a matter of understanding perspective. We're going to talk about why spending, understanding insurance. So Dave talks about a good offense, but you have to have a good defense. So those initial baby steps are designed to start eating that elephant a little bit at a time, build some confidence, build trust as a couple. And then once you get through the areas of actually starting to build wealth, you need to protect that. So we talk about insurance, wealth building we talk about the biggest issue that most people face in America when you have that opportunity buying and selling your home and then what really ties it in what really makes you peaceful with your finances is learning to give generously and that's what FPU does
1: so in our in our marriage and as a family right sometimes you can feel overwhelmed by the debt that you have a lot of times we find that our families come in when they have gotten to the point where their debt is equal to like a year's worth of their income. And that's overwhelming. And so how can you think about insurances or having a will or what would you do with your house if something were to happen when you're so far underwater? And so coming into the class and taking those steps, eating that elephant one bite at a time is really critical and crucial to creating this new element and environment that you're going to live for the nine weeks In our class, Um, you're going to start with week one, building that budget and being honest about the debts that you have, laying it all out there with your spouse and really coming together as a family to figure out how you're going to tackle this problem. And so that you can create a future, so that you can create a will, that you can create the insurance that will properly protect you, like Mark said, with that defensive program that sometimes you don't feel like you can have because you're so Drowning in the debt that you have,
0: and it's all about communication. Mm-hmm. You have to talk to each other. You cannot be concealing anything. When you mentioned that there are people who have secret credit cards, that just kind of freaked me up a little bit. Here, I'm really people do that.
1: Oh, Ted, when we started the program, I'm gonna I'm gonna tattle on myself here. Um, you so go, girl. Yeah, we are working the program, right? We're we're in every dollar. We have our our budget. And um, something came up and I went and got cash out of a drawer that I had. And Mark said, well, where did that come from? And I said, well, I took it out at the grocery store. And he said, but that's grocery money. And I said, but we needed some cash. I've been stashing some cash. And he goes, so you have stash cash? And I said, yeah. And he's like, but that should be a line in the budget, then. And it was really interesting because here we were developing this new way to talk to each other, and I was hiding money inside of the budget and from my husband. We've been talking husband. about
0: him being Mr. Stubborn, and he can do it on his own. So you both contributed to oh, something not so cool yeah. here. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and we find oftentimes, in when we're talking with married couples, and
2: again. The key to personal finance is that it's personal, but many couples don't understand the concept that once you become married or you're married, you combine your finances. What we want people to think about is it is a family business. Um, Many of us go out there every day and we work hard for an employer. We manage their budgets. We manage their profits. We manage their future. But then we come home and we don't manage our own, right? They always say that doctors make the worst patients. Accountants can't balance a checkbook. And for those young people out there balancing your checkbook, I know it's something I did in the last millennia because now you look on your phone. But the very idea that you wouldn't combine your finances, it doesn't make sense to this plan. And so we encourage people, think what you to do that. And so when... When one spouse is paying for the mortgage and one spouse is paying for utilities and one spouse has their money and your money, how do you take care of your family business? How do you take care of your children? How do you build a future together when you're bifurcated like that and you think separately, you think as if you're two individuals? Mary had a hard time when I said, well, you know, we're gonna buy our checkbooks. And she's like, oh no, we're not gonna do that. I said, well, that's what we do. I came from that world, right? I've had a combined checkbook since before you were born. I always say that to her, right? I've been doing that before you were born. Um, it's, it's my thing. Uh, but once she realized the power of that, it also speaks to the idea that, hey, we're trying to tell people, look, you need to build trust. And when her money is separate from my money, there's no linkage of trust. And marriage is about compromise. Marriage is about communicating. Ted, I'll tell you, I admit it all the time. My first marriage failed 99% because of me and a lack and an unwillingness to really communicate properly. And I've learned as I've gotten older here and through this journey, and that's the key message here, through this journey of, of strengthening our financial picture and our, comp- and our family business that we communicate. And the first three to six months of a new budget, it's hard mm-hmm. because you have different opinions. But now we don't do a monthly budget. We do an annual budget. We know exactly. I can tell you what's going on in well, December we, right we, now.
1: We do a monthly. Budget. Well, no, no.
2: Okay, let me clarify. We do a monthly budget. <laughs> it's a daily activity. It's as important as breathing. But we can look at an entire year now
1: and you know, know what the goals are. And
2: yeah, we, we know. We know everything that's going. We know where we're at. We, we know about what's going on. You know, we have things in twenty twenty three, twenty four, and twenty five that we're already working towards, very much like a corporation would do. Well, you're a family business, mm-hmm. and. This is what's going to help you build that communication piece and that trust so that a married couple will be much more successful with their finances.
1: So I I came from a world where, as a flight attendant, you know, you hear of all these infidelities and crew members, and so you have to keep your money separate because you have to be prepared to leave at a moment's notice because you are in a terrible situation. That's a
0: horrible the, way to live. Yeah,
1: the only way to take care of yourself is to, you know, take care of only yourself. Yeah,
0: watch out for number one. So yeah. That wasn't 1970s very much. <laughs> and so it, oh, was in, it was mustaches. It was interesting to
1: come into a relationship with somebody who wanted to share and made more money and wanted me to be a part of that. And so that was a challenge as well. I might not bring in as much financially, but because our goals are aligned and we know what we're spending it on, it's not, I'm not spending his money. We're just writing the checks out of the account, you know, hypothetically or in in theory, right? We're writing the checks towards the things that we want. And so it doesn't matter who's paying for it or what's even Stevens or, you know, Well, is it, you know, is that for you? But one of the things um, that we have in our budget is a different amount of pin money. The money that we get each month, is it looks different because of of what we do. And that's a shock to a lot of our class uh, because I spend more than he does. And so in order to make our budget work, I get more money.
2: Yeah, Financial Peace talks about the nerds versus the free spirits. And for those listening, pin money to us, it's the money she gets to spend on anything she chooses to want to. And a couple of things happen when you combine and you, and you make this a family business is that it no longer matters how much I bring in or how much she brings in. A lot of times that can be very contentious for young couples. Well, you know, men sometimes don't want the wife to make more money or this spouse doesn't want that spouse or um, it doesn't – It eliminates that stress oftentimes because it doesn't matter how much we make. Look, when when we moved here to Colorado Springs and I gave up my manufacturing job in California, I was a trophy husband for eight months. My Marine Corps job was making money, but it wasn't making – it was making a third of what she was making. She makes very good money. She works very hard for it. So you eliminate that problem the pin money what it does which is great is and mary's always said equals not fair and fair is not equal when we started our budget i said i don't need any pin money i don't buy anything i don't if i need something i'll buy it and she's like okay and then a couple months into it watching her buy stuff i'm like you know what i think i want a little bit of pin money and but it's always been more to her than me because that's what makes her happy and now what happens is she'll buy something and i'm like what is that
1: generally a coffee thing yeah
2: i don't there's i don't drink coffee i don't drink booze there's 97 you know beer mugs in the house, there's two of us, and there's 15 different coffee makers. Okay. But she'll come home and be like, what did you buy? And she goes, "Pin money. Conversations, done. My whole focus then is, oh, tell me about what you bought. Why does this make you happy? And then what I do generally is I will save money and buy something big. Like it's hunting season. I need a rifle and a scope and a whole bunch of stuff, but the money's there. And so that also builds the trust. You don't have to hide anymore. I grew up in a household where my parents didn't have any skill set in managing money. And I want listeners to think about this. I love my parents. I had an incredible childhood. But my parents, who are both gone now, they worked a combined total of over 100 years of work. My dad died at 83, and he stopped working at 81. <clears throat> my mom died at 73. She stopped working at 55. When my father passed away, my mom had already been gone, he had less than $20,000 to his name. Think about that, people. A hundred years worth of working. And so in my household, my mom always had cash. It was weird. Be like, I need some money. I'd go see mom. She'd have stacks and stacks of cash. My dad didn't know anything about it. Wow. And that completely affected their level of trust. Um, so when we talk about this thing with married couples, work towards the trust— work towards the trust. It's
1: always good to have trust within the the narrative of your household and that marriage aspect uh, because you, you need somebody that you trust and that you value. And we get singletons into this class as well, uh, people that are living on their own, doing it on their own. And sometimes as a singleton, you can find that it is easy.
2: Did you just make that word up? No. Oh, okay. I never heard that before. Singleton.
0: Okay. Singles. All right. Singleton works. I'm yeah. I'm good either way. But we're talking about people who are not married. People who are not married. And they need to learn how to be honest with themselves.
1: Yeah, and sometimes it's easy to say uh to say no to yourself, but sometimes you want to go out and you don't have a built-in best friend, you know. So you maybe you need to spend money in a different way and we have we've worked budgets with people and have said to them we understand that you need to pay off debt and you're focused but let's let's get the buy-in first let's leave a little bit of money here for restaurants so that you have the option to be tired one day or say yes to your friends and being honest in your budget building allows you to have a life we're not saying 500 dollars necessarily but if you need 50 bucks to go out and do that when mark and i were paying off debt we had a little bit of date money Because it was important for us to be able to go out. I actually worked in Nevada when we were paying this off and I commuted home to California. And so when we were together, sometimes I was exhausted. I'd be gone for six days. And so coming home and being able to go to that Greek restaurant, do you remember that one?
2: Yeah, I do. Well, we had three jobs. I had a primary job. She had a job where she traveled. uh, And then I was also still, you know, like I'm in today, still in the Marine Corps. And that took us away at mobilizations and things like that. Um, it, you definitely want to have as a singleton that accountability partner. And, and it can be hard because a lot of times it's hard enough to be feel like you're alone when you're married. But those that are single really feel alone because they're like, how can I ever be successful? But the other thing that's important is a lot of people that are single don't remain single. And they want to have a partner. They want to oh, have a spouse, yeah. a wife, a husband. Yeah. And so what happens is when you develop good skills as an individual then that can translate to when you do decide to bring your life together with somebody else. If they have good skills and you have good skills, hey, you're off to the races.
1: And one, but- of, one of our most successful um, families actually started off with a single person coming to class um, and they developed techniques. They met somebody. They actually brought that person to the next class. (laughs) They made
2: them go to class on their date.
1: (laughs) Yep. And through the pandemic, they actually developed their relationship. They got married. They paid off $205,000 worth of debt between the two of them in 34 months.
0: And they did something else very special with Dave Ramsey, didn't they? Uh, They did. They did. So
2: two things. One, they paid off their last amount of debt in our class. They came back three years later and did it in this last class. And then they went and did the debt-free scream in front of Dave Ramsey live. And when Dave heard that story, because uh, they are a veteran's family, they became um, kind of the face of the veteran's uh, plan.
1: For this year. For this year. Yeah, the Ramsey Solutions team has just been amazing with our veterans community. love veterans. Normally, this um, class is taught in churches Mm -hmm. um, and uh, places like that. And we wanted to reach out. Our passion is for veterans. Mark is obviously a Marine. My brother is a Marine. uh,
2: My brother and another brother-in-law. And
1: then we have law enforcement in our family as well. And so the ability to come into a community that is veterans- Focused, and then to have the the ability to talk to veterans, deployments, um, separations, uh, because of those types of deployments, having all of those things that m- a lot of people might not understand where the finances would become difficult because. As the spouse that stays stateside, when somebody else is deployed, you feel like you have all of the weight on your shoulders. And what this uh, what this opportunity does, what every dollar does, is it allows the two of you to still be able to communicate with each other because the app is in real time. And so your decision making based on the dreaming that you've done in HD, the long term view, but the day to day stuff you can handle and your spouse can see. And the same thing if you're single. You know what your paycheck is going to be. You know where you want to spend it. And then as you spend in the month, instead of the money total in the bank account being what you have, which isn't true because bills still come due That money is the committed.
0: Month. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah. not. You're not liquid. Yeah. Just, yeah, you are. you got to think in terms of whether you're liquid or not. And, and you're not.
1: No. And what every dollar does is it allows you to say, these are the bills that I have due. This is the money that's left over. And then from that point, as you input everything into this virtual envelope system, you are able to see how much money is left over. So even though it says there's $3,000 in the bank, you know that $2,000 of it is already spent for the bills that are upcoming and all of those things. It's a working ledger.
2: It's a working ledger. I remember the first couple months that we were using it out here, um, I had uh, the job that I have now, I I took a trip to uh, Arizona, and Mary called me. And she said, "Hey, we have a we need an emergency budget meeting right now." I was like, "All right." So I'm driving to the base, and I pull over, and we had an emergency meeting. And we both pulled up the app,
0: mm-hmm. and from
2: my rental car, we were able to have a five minute discussion about something we needed to adjust. And I said, "Yep, I'm good with that." She said, "I'm good with that." And it's like, "All right, I got to go back to work." And so she's in Colorado, I'm in, or you might have been flying—I don't know—but I'm in Arizona. She's somewhere in the world, and we are literally having a quick budget meeting. And those skills, again, go to the idea of building trust because that's what this episode is about is is how do you overcome the the number one detractor of relationships in America. And it's really important that if you get, get your financial language together, the amount of stress, it just melts away. And we tell families as well, when you get really good – and Ted, you know this – when you get really good at the little things in a relationship – the big things become so much easier to deal with yeah. because you enter into those negotiations, discussions, and communication pieces. And when you enter a negotiation or a discussion with trust, you don't have to worry about all the nonsense initially. Like, I trust you, we can have a conversation and let's work through this. And that's how you're going to resolve your money challenges and reduce the risk of losing your relationship
0: over money. Now you've made some wonderful references to episode three. Mary, I want to end here. The last question is yours for this episode. Sure. <laughs> How long did it take him to pry the stash money out of that drawer and your hands and put it in the budget?
1: Oh, it was immediately. I was horrified. <laughs> I couldn't believe I got caught. That was, it was. That's really sad Because I had been the primary driver. I was the one sitting at the dining room table yeah. in tears because he wouldn't sit down and do this budget with me and yet he wanted us to have one bank account
2: i knew what i was doing i didn't need
1: her and when he came home with his tail tucked between his legs and (laughs) said you know what babe i trust you let's do this you trust me i trust you let's do this and then i think it was three or four months into it maybe even a little bit longer i think it was probably that when i got caught it was it was a it was I didn't have all the answers either. When you're
0: on a diet, don't hide cupcakes.
1: Yeah, well, and don't sabotage the plan, (laughs) right? That's exactly
0: right. right. Don't don't, sabotage the plan. Yeah,
1: don't don't take water and put it into the boat when you're trying to keep the boat dry.
0: You're listening to the FPU podcast with our wonderful friends Mark and Mary Schuster. The next... Uh, class coming up of Financial Peace University here at Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center begins on February 22nd. Register now. It's only $20. It's one Wednesday a week for nine weeks, starting February 22nd, ending in April. Call 719-772-7000. That's 719-772-7000 and register just as soon as you hear this message and get in that class. Coming up in the next episode of FPU with Mark and Mary... We're going to help you understand what dreaming in HD means. You touched on it a little bit, but now we're going, to, we're going to break that down. And then Dave Ramsey talks a lot about how important it is to be generous in your giving. We want to share how Financial Peace University can change your family's spirit of giving. We said in episode
2: one, for those of you who didn't hear it, remember what Meadowlark Lemon used to say. Be excited about your future.
0: You're going to spend the rest of your life there. Thank you both for being here. I'm Ted Robertson. You're listening to the Financial Peace University podcast with Mark and Mary Schuster, coordinators of the Financial Peace University that happens here beginning this next round, February 22nd at Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center, $20 one day a week for nine weeks and change your world. Get involved in the class 719-772-7000 and stay tuned for episode three. You can catch it at veteransvoice.us. Look for special features and click on Financial Peace University. That's veteransvoice.us. Special features. Click on Financial Peace University.